This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Let's read where we started from for service again. And that is Philippians chapter 4. Are we ready? Philippians 4 verse 6. Be careful for nothing. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to act on this word. I will never be bothered by anything again. It's a command. It's an instruction. Be careful for nothing. Whether big, small, great. But in everything. How many things? By prayer and supplication with this is why we give thanks at all times and I told them for service and that's what I just repeat from for service the same energy with which you worry is the same energy it takes to pray every time there are two roads before you can choose either one you like you'll take the road of worrying or that of prayer it takes the same energy Instead of worrying about anything, pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, verse 7, Now this is where the prayer of many ends. And I want to just journey a little forward beyond what we talk about for service. And the peace of God. Glory to God. There is the peace of God. Instead of worrying, when I begin to pray... God sends something to you. It is called peace. And this peace is beyond all understanding. Shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Why? Remember about a week ago I spoke about quietness and stillness. Hallelujah. When people pray, and God sends peace they receive peace as they are praying and they stop praying actually this should begin your prayer the purpose of the peace is to calm you down to be still to hear the voice of God but then God has not started talking yet are you following you can have your seat this morning <laughs> glory to God God gives you peace first so that what is about to tell you since God speaks your spirit not to your mind that peace guides your heart and your mind in readiness for something but many people don't wait for that thing I want to show you something have you read Matthew 17 before? Matthew 17 how to be transformed is what I want to talk about this morning to experience transformation. Now look at this. After six days, Jesus taken Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bring them, bring them, bring them, bring them onto a high mountain apart, verse two. And he was transfigured before them. His face did shine as the sun. Remember when we stopped for service for those of you that who watch and those who were those who are here. Jesus said, I stopped on one critical question. 
I am the light of the world. If anyone follows me, John 8, 12, he shall not walk in darkness. And he shall have the light of life. One of the benefits, one of the advantages of following God or being in Christ is to walk in light. And in John 1, the Bible says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Once you are born again, in you also is life, which is eternal life. That eternal life is the light of men. Is the light that guides you on making choices in life. Are you with me? So, I gave an example for service. Naomi had lost everything. The husband died. The firstborn died. The secondborn died. What did Ruth see in Naomi that made her to cross over from her country and people to Naomi? She had never been to Bethlehem before. And the woman who came to, from Bethlehem, the only Bethlehemite that you have ever seen in your life, her husband died, her son died, her son died. Why would somebody want to follow that kind of person? There is a light that sees beyond what others see. As if something kept telling Ruth, this same woman who appears like a loser is the key to your destiny. Ruth must have met many people in her life. How do we pay attention to certain things and not certain things? How do we know where we should live and where we should not live? So, David was running out of town. So, they were running away from town. When Absalom took over the palace from his father. Please pay attention. And everybody was joining David. When you are a good man, when you saw people suffer with you. Of course, some will not suffer with you. It doesn't matter how good you are. So, so when everybody heard that Absalom had taken over the palace with some terrorists, David started leaving town because he considered it a cause facing his own son in battle. Not because his men couldn't take out Absalom. He was just a, a, a stupid boy that grew up in the palace. The father grew up in the wilderness. Absalom never fought any war. They fought war all his life. So it was no match for David. But just said, why should I kill my own son? So he fled. And Absalom took all the ladies in the palace and defying all of them. Just to defy his father. And as David was running out of time, people started following David. And they were all taking their bags and joining him. And he was allowing them. All of a sudden, a guy was coming. With his bag also. And David looked at this guy and said, no, no. Don't follow me. Go to the palace and defeat the council of Ahitophel for me. How did he know that this should follow me, this follow me, this follow me? He got to this one. He said, no, go back. And when that guy got back to the palace, Ahitophel was just giving a council that would have destroyed David. Some of the scholars said that Ahitophel was the father-in-law, father of Bathsheba. The lady that David took and killed her husband probably was seeking for vengeance. There are all kinds of people in the palaces of life, but I don't want to talk about that today. I played a, bit, a, a little message for the leaders yesterday. Ahitophel was the closest to David who understood David inside out. As if he had been looking for opportunity to betray his best friend. 
when Absalom sat on the throne, I went to meet Absalom. He said, Let me tell you the truth. By now, by my calculation, David is on between the nation camp and MFM. There's a forest there. He said, Let me take soldiers and go and catch him there. He said, The soldiers are already there. They have three kilometers right now. He said, Your father will be resting right now and he will be among some top soldiers. We will spare the rest. We'll kill the closest to him and take your father alive and bring him to palace and slay him there. Ah, Absalom, the thing wanted to ask. Aitofel was saying that this guy that David told to go back just came into the palace. And Absalom said, Come. Are you not running away with your friend? He said, No, me. I have no friend, no permanent friend, no permanent enemy, permanent interest. <laughs> so he said, I will serve anybody that is the king. So David said that Aitofel just said, You heard what he said? He said, Yes. He said, What do you think about it? He said, Ah, remember, I just saw David. And he knew that what I told said was right. He saw where David was camping. I said, no, 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 no. He said, your father is smarter than that. He's a man of war. He's not going to stay where the soldiers are. He will put the soldiers somewhere and he will go and hide elsewhere. And he said, if your men should go now, they will not know which side is winning. And your father will still escape. And Absalom said, that's true. And Aitofel went to hang himself. One day, in this church, I will teach on Aitofel. Anywhere where people gather, especially where there is power, where things are happening, you will always have Joab, you will always have Aitofel, and some other people. There are characters in the palace, and they are in every palace in life. There is Jonathan, who can die for you. There is Joab, who is ambitious, wants you to do his own thing. But there is Aitofel, who smiles with you, but hates you passionately. When Aitofel is in the company of those who are talking about you, it gives them more things, more negative things about you. Yet when Aitofel sees you, he sits on your bosom and you are friend. And Aitofel knows you very well. He is the one you tell all your secrets to, but he's the one that will kill you. If care is not taken. Part of what I'm sharing, when there is light guiding you, you will know Aitofel when you see. Yeah. Drab was so mighty that David couldn't kill him. And he was always going against David's law. There are people like that in leadership. He wanted to do what he wanted to do, not what he was told to do. But see, people like Joab, it is always Solomon that will kill them. David wouldn't because it would destroy the kingdom. President versus chief of army staff. The nation will suffer for it. But there will come Solomon who doesn't know Joab and who will take him out. Because when Joab is misbehaved, he doesn't know that other soldiers are being raised. Are you with me? Yeah. But then, how did David know that this guy, how do you know those who should be very close to you, those who are just mere acquaintances, how do you know? I said something, sometimes I feel like repeating certain things. Some people will be good friends. Maybe a friend, female friend is good, a male friend, they will be you will benefit from each other for life if you only remain friends. When you marry that kind of person, it becomes a different story entirely. Good friends, bad marriage. Because you are not meant to marry everybody. Some people will be nice to you in life. Friendly, nice, kind, but he cannot be your husband or she cannot be your wife. The role she's supposed to play in your life is that of being that support. If you convert that support to romance, <laughs> are you following me? 
But what Jesus said. So the Bible says it's first John. When John started, let's read. And I, I will just show you something and then we end. Let's start from one. First John 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard. We have seen with our eyes. I believe. When I'm through this morning. Some of you will start having some strange encounters with God. It is possible to get to a point like Enoch. Enoch walked with God and he was no more. Enoch pressed too deep into spiritual things that they could not live in the physical world. So God took him. Enoch started seeing things that did not make sense. In Jude chapter 1, the Bible says, Enoch, the seventh man from Adam, prophesied and said, I see the Lord coming with 10,000 of saints. Enoch stood in the Old Testament and he saw the book of Revelation. He saw the battle of Armageddon when Jesus came down. Revelation chapter 7. He said, I saw an army of heaven and somebody riding on the sword. Uh, uh, this guy saw it. Enoch, in the old covenants. And God said, sorry, who is saying that thing? Enoch just woke up in the morning and began to tell people that I said, Lord, come with 10,000 things. What is he saying? When it echoed to heaven, God said, who is saying that thing? It's not fit for this world. So God said, come. He just started worshipping one day and disappeared. <laughs> the Bible says he did not die for God but if you read this account in Genesis chapter 5 the Bible says Enoch was 65 and he began to walk with God so the first 65 years of his life he wasn't really working with God that shows that there is hope for somebody here but one day Enoch decided to take his walk with God serious that was God so serious that God couldn't afford to leave him here again hallelujah and I love the way a small boy said it. I told you before. They asked him, is what happened between Enoch and God? He said, well, the way I understand it, God and Enoch, they were friends. So God will come to his house to visit. And Enoch will escort God. Said so one day God came visiting. Enoch was escorting God. And they were enjoying their talk. And they were going and going and going. And God said to Enoch, we've walked too far from your house. Why don't you just come to my house? That was how Enoch disappeared. So they just didn't see him at home anymore. Because he took a stroll with God and never returned. Very wonderful boy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Go back, go back to that first John. That which we have seen, we declare unto you. We have looked upon. We have our hands have undoed of the word of life. I pray you don't only stay at the realm of reading scriptures, but that you see it. You undo it with your hands. And that we'll talk about that in a while. Now, verse 2. For life was manifested. Can you see that word life again? Inside that life is light. Anytime you see the Bible talking about life, you will see light following. We bear witness and show you that eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested to us. And then he went to verse 3. That which we have seen, we have heard, we are telling you that so you cannot fellowship with us. In other words, you took an experience what we have experienced. Now I said this is the summary of the old thing. Verse 5. Go to 5. Now, 5. He says, verse 5, please. This then is the message which we have heard of him. And we declare to you, what is the message? God is light. In him there is no darkness. Should there be a Christian in God and still be acting dark, dark areas in his or life? Jesus said, once there is darkness in any, any part of your life, there is something you don't understand that is responsible for that darkness. Darkness means 
something is not functioning properly in my life. The reason why I cannot fix it is that I'm in the dark concerning that matter. But the Bible says this is the message. This is the message. When there is light of health, even if something happens to your body, you will recover. Because there is light. When there is light about finances, you can't be broke again. When there is light about marriage, it cannot be a marriage full of crisis. Is somebody hearing me? Yes, so the Bible says, all I'm telling you that we have seen, we have handled, this is the old message. That God is light. Oh. And in him, there is no darkness at all. Then Jesus said, anyone who follows me, that light begins to shine in your spirit. Now, Matthew 17, Mount of Transfiguration. Jesus was transfigured. What was the first thing that happened to him? His face started shining. How does this happen to Christians now? Exodus 34. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Before we read 29, let's read 1 and we'll come back to 29. Verse 1. Verse 1. We read 1 and then we read 29. Go back to verse 1 of the same chapter. Thank you. And the Lord said to Moses, Heal thee two tables of stone, like unto the first. I will write upon this table the water when the first, which you, you break. Somehow God is so merciful, boy, he will talk about the error. He said, come, I'm going to write another one. God wrote on the, ta the tables of stone, the Ten Commandments, with his finger. God's finger is amazing. He just wrote and gave Moses. Now, when Moses was on the mount, the Bible says he was there for 40 days and 40 nights. Now, verse 29. Look at this. And it came to pass, when Moses came down from Mount Sinai, with the two tables of stone of testimony in his hand, when he came down from Mount, that Moses wished not that his skin, the skin of his face, shone while he talked with him. Hi. What happens to us when we talk to God or better still when God talks to us? Moses did not even know. And then when he came down, next verse, 30. And Aaron and all the children of Israel behold the skin of his face and they were afraid to come nigh him. I'm going to say, don't be afraid. As Moses was fellowshipping with God, the light on God and the light actually God himself is light by the virtue of fellowshipping with God his face started glowing and he did not even know now the Bible was careful to say that it happened because there was a conversation between Moses and God hallelujah you begin to have an understanding probably of what happened on the Mount of Transfiguration Jesus must have been saying some things and God must have been saying some things to Jesus and Peter looked at him and he had become so bright. The first thing that happens as a result of an encounter with God is that light. Now it begins from your spirit. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, chapter 3. Let's start from 18. 2 Corinthians 3, 18. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This light that enables you to look at what others are looking at 
and you produce a different result. This light that makes it impossible for you to make a wrong choice when it comes to important issues of life. This inner light that makes you look at this office and say, no, it is this one I want to work. This light that makes you have five friends and you know this is a friend, this is a friend, this is a life partner. This light that enables ordinary days is the reason why you will not miss God's plan. God's plan, they happen on ordinary days. There was no vision. There was no revelation. Did they get David King Goliath? The father just asked him, go and give food to your brother. This light will let you know which errand to run and which one to reject. Not all errands will lead to seeing Goliath. And remember, you have limited time on that. We are not talking about trial and error here. Guess what? Guess what will kill you? Guess what will take time? What about if the miracle is out there in the evening and you are only out in the morning? This light, it will guide you. That was what guided Joseph that he saw through prisoners and he wanted to interpret their dream. How do we know who to give to and who not to give to? Seven people are in need around you and you don't have enough to help the seven of them. But which one will you pick that will make spiritual and physical sense? Inner lights. What about the day God plans for you also that your name will be known all over Nigeria by planting a Golan that you will fight and one day everybody in town knows your name? What about if you tell your father, I can't go and give them food because I'm not feeling fine? Now, try and picture how many great things I God planned for you that somehow you were not ready that day. This is why when we already make it to heaven, the Bible said there will be many tears. You know why? We already in there. Why are we crying? By the time you look at opportunities, you will truly know that God is good, but you missed him. When he shows you how many times after you prayed that a miracle was planted here, but you went this way. Because you function by the light given to other people. That is why in that John chapter 1, the Bible said that was the true light that lightens all men. Because there are other lights. There is a light of education, light of philosophy, light of culture and tradition. But the Bible said Jesus is the true light. When he says something is the true light, that means there are other lights that lightens all men. I just want to give you one hint, one secret that will help you never to miss any plan. What how does this light, how can I keep it shining in me so that I see what my optical eyes cannot see? What do I do? It's just something very simple. I want to show you what fuels this light. Every light must have something fueling it. Have you read 1 John 2.10 before? You will never miss God if you are walking in love. When you see breakthrough here, here and there, sometimes draw a line and try to look at what are the similarities. They are called principles. The manifestations might be different, but the principle is the same. Both Joseph and David, what were they trying to do? One was to go and give food to his brother. The other was to go and check the welfare of his brothers. You will always enter into a prepared blessing if you are always willing to be a blessing to other people. 
when you don't see a vision, when you don't see a dream, love will be an inner uh, GS, GPS that will guide you. If you are working in love, even in your mistakes, oh, you plan to go in the morning, but you slept up, life will always arrange itself in such a way that you always collide with God's blessing because God is love, and when you are love, you can't miss God. Look at what the Bible says. This is the light I'm talking about. This is the secret to it. He that loveth his brother abideth in light. There is none occasion. There are some big words in the Bible that even when I sit down and I open that, Lord, can we truly walk in this? Can some of you watching me get to a point where you can say that in 30 years I've not stumbled once? The Bible said there is no occasion. There is no occasion. If they are going to give a word by 5 p.m., it will not be there by 3, it will be there by 5. The Bible said there is a group of people, they can't stumble. Why? Because he works in love. There is so much light in him that if his car breaks down on the road, it is because there is a blessing on the road. If he can't hear the voice of the Spirit speaking that don't travel, when he ventures to travel, the engine knocks on the road. And when the engine knocks, he six accidents ahead. And he knows that, oh, I shouldn't have traveled. But anyway, my life is preserved. No occasion for stumbling. He can't marry the wrong person. No occasion for stumbling. No reason why he will stumble. His children can't turn out bad. No reason. Can I hear amen? What a life. If the MD that we approve anything is going to be enough for just 15 minutes, that's the 15 minutes you will get there. Because there is, you, won't, you don't know why. Why, as you were going, your mom called and do something again, you did it. Or your way out, somebody came again that I do so. So you are like, you are late. But as you are getting there late, that's where the MD is getting there. As are you one of the people to be interviewed, follow me. I'm not saying you should go for interview late. I'm just saying that somehow everything there is no occasion for stumbling it does not stumble over any issue of life because love is a force it directs his life it directs his life it directs his life hallelujah oh glory to God this is a very to live this life is a very beautiful life Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Is someone blessed this morning? Seek to walk in love. This light will be beaming from inside you. And it can get to a state. It breaks into your physical. Now, what I started with, when you pray and God sends peace, so that you are, you, you, it calms you down, anxieties will go. The Bible says, as you give thanks to the Lord, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. I don't have time to go into that story of David. If you want to know what made, what made David to know that this one should follow, this one shouldn't follow me. Just before the last guy appeared, the Bible said they go to the mountain of the Lord where David used to worship. There is power in worship. So David, even though in his pain, stopped by to worship God. When he finished worshiping, he was illuminated. All of a sudden, in the place of worship, relationships in your life will start making sense you will be able to name everybody accurately the first thing god did for abraham was to bring animals to adam to name 
if you cannot classify people in your life you have not started your journey there are ordinary friends there are friends see Isaac was Esau and Jacob's father but beyond being their biological father he was also their spiritual father they needed to know that because it got to a day as a father you should just bless your kids freely but you see first of all say go and hunt for me and bring if i bless you he was not talking like a father that he was talking as a spiritual father roles in our lives so i told on wednesday if lord had this light in himself he would have known that abraham wasn't just an ordinary uncle abraham was the reason for his blessing he did not know he fought abraham or the x-men fought he parted he dried up with nothing are there people in our lives that for their sake will rise and when they go it will affect us i told them on wednesday have you seen all of you here and those who are watching can relate to this you understand how many groups in nigeria that will start singing as a group and a fight will happen do you know people i'm talking about several of them a fight will happen and their songs will never see the light of the day again why they were destined to be together Whereas some other people will sing alone and rise. If you are designed to rise by a group and you try to rise alone, thou shalt not rise. Somebody is watching me. You probably have walked away from somebody. That a joker to something that God planned. Someone planted by God. You can't guess this thing. It has to be revealed. This is why one of the things that this light does is to give you discernment you can't explain it but you just know that this person means a lot to me not because you are collecting anything from the person some relationships in your life after 20 years that the real reason for relationship will come out relationship like that it will look like ordinary stuff for 20 years but after 20, something will happen you understand that thank god this guy has been my friend for 20 years I know someone, one of the senators in Nigeria, someone I know very well, a medical doctor. They were using the lower parts of his hospital or so to hold a political meeting and he used to allow them. See, if you try to guess it, you will suffer. So you can't allow anybody just coming to your coma because you don't know who is going to help. You can't do that. But for some reason he left them and one day he led to a one of them just said what about this doctor helping us can't we give him a position he ended up becoming the speaker of the house of his state and then from there he ended up becoming a senator for months he never joined their meeting once he was busy teaching patients upstairs when god says to you you are going to be great he will never tell you the parts God declares the end from the beginning. He tells you at the beginning of your life. You might be 25, 26. There's just this knowing inside that something great is about to happen in your life. But the path is never disclosed to you. That one has to happen by the revelation of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. 
everything in life is about relationship everything one older friend of mine just followed people somewhere and as they were talking he did not realize that in that restaurant the wife were there were disabled giving people visa the guys working in america embassy giving visa and he was quiet for a while one they just asked him that i don't want to travel he said of course i want to that i used to put everybody outside before some of the thing the guy said that i know you nigerians don't keep to time i'm going to come out he said i work in the main office was your guys i'm going to come out by nine i'll give you another check. if i don't see you by nine come out by 12. say i come back i come out by three if you are not there that's the end he said when you see me raise your hand and shout your name of course the guy was there by six thirty in the morning when he's a nigerian <laughs> and the guy called him in he's been abroad since they did not only give himself for one or two years. i mean they made him to stay there yes but he did not know that day friend just told him to come the friend i invited did not even know you know some of these people they move around town times but you don't know they are man beings also they go to eat and but you won't know that's why you are not allowed to go in with cameras so you don't record their face so when they deny visa, you don't punch them when you see them on the way. Because they said many years ago, they've done that to some of them. So when you go to America, they ask, you can't enter with smart work, you can't enter with anything. Because if the guy turns you down, you can snap his picture. And see one day in VI, you, you spoil my dream of going to America. Now I, are you with me? These are secrets embedded in life. But the Bible says it is given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom that means life shouldn't be mysterious to you yes, glory to god Hallelujah. love secondly how do we pray we start from I'll, I'll start from there maybe next week remember when he gives you peace i said that is where people stop as they are praying and they feel an assurance that god has answered them they get up and they leave the room no you should stay because your face is about to shine. Let's rise. Is someone blessed this morning? Hallelujah. Moses began to glow as God was talking to him. What will happen to you in your room also when you are there and God, start, God starts to talk to you? Something begins to happen. You come out, the light is no more inside. It's not no more only inside. People can see on your face that you have just had an encounter with God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I see by the Spirit many issues of many lives will be explained to you this week. There will be a communication that demystifies everything that looks mysterious around you. Light will shine on your parts light will shine inside you you will know god's plan for your life it will direct you it will lead you it will guide you in the precious name of jesus christ this is going to be an amazing way for you the spirit of wisdom will manifest in you and through you you will see beyond the optic wise you will know when to stop when to move you will know when not to move in the name of jesus christ you are divinely protected led by the spirit of god led into blessing into prosperity may you 
never again miss God's blessings for your life. When evil is outside, you will be inside. When evil is inside, you will be outside. Your steps are ordered by God. In the name of Jesus Christ, give God praise this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.